This is the podcast for the journal Genetics and Medicine, published by The Nature Publishing Group. It's the official peer-reviewed journal of the American College of Medical Genetics and Genomics. I'm Cynthia Graber. In early 2015, the consumer genetics company 23andMe entered into an agreement with the biotechnology company Genentech. According to Forbes magazine, 23andMe is receiving $60 million to share samples the company collected from patients with Parkinson's disease, and Genentech will perform whole genome sequencing on those samples as part of ongoing research into treating Parkinson's. 23andMe had for years advertised their own Parkinson's research and invited people to participate. To date, they have samples from about 12,000 patients and 1,300 of their parents and siblings. This move is viewed with cautious concern by some genetics professionals. Shellen Adam, a research genetic counselor at the University of British Columbia, and Jan Friedman, a senior clinician scientist also at UBC, wrote a commentary in the journal Genetics and Medicine. Adam says, first, the customers of 23andMe paid for their participation. The first issue, when you think about that, is that they, in fact, paid $25 to participate in this. um, And 23andMe is, you know, getting $60 million for that data. I think that's one of the first pieces of information that I hope that they know and that they understand clearly and that they're okay with, and maybe they are. The point of our paper is not to, or our commentary, is not to point fingers. It's not to say that anything is necessarily wrong. It's really just to raise the issues. Shellen Adams says they have four basic concerns. First, the genome sequencing that Genentech will perform is far more detailed, providing far more information than what 23andMe had done to the samples. Because they're going to be looking at all of the genetic information about individuals, they will be learning much more than 23andMe um, would have learned in the analysis that they did. Presumably, individuals that signed up for the testing by 23andMe are interested in their genetic information and, and did want to know what what conditions they might be at higher risk for um, or what conditions they might be at lower risk for. And if that kind of information is going to be generated by um, Genentech in a much more detailed, much more accurate way, then presumably these individuals may wish to get that information. And that should be something that, you know, maybe should be offered to them. The information could turn up mutations unrelated to Parkinson's, but related to a higher likelihood of developing other diseases, so-called incidental findings. Plus, there are potential impacts that Adam says patients should understand. She's concerned that the informed consent won't be thorough enough and suggests that genetic counseling might be appropriate. Because it is a complex test and there are um, many issues that need to be raised and discussed with individuals, like some of the ones that we mentioned here, like incidental findings and privacy concerns and impact on um, insurance and um, you know, implications for other family members, et cetera, that it is a kind of thing that's difficult to convey through a paper consent or a, an online consent form. And that's where the genetic counseling is really helpful because it can cover many different individuals, uh, many different issues, sorry, with individuals. In terms of privacy, there's been evidence that even so-called de-identified data can be re-identified. While this is a concern for everyone who might want to participate in genetics research, Adam says that Parkinson's patients might have particular worries in terms of employment and insurance. The fourth concern Shellen Adam raises is one that is becoming increasingly prominent in science, the ability of the greater scientific community to access data sets for research. She says she understands why Genentech would be reluctant to share data that they paid for and are sequencing. 
But、um, at some point, when they've had the ability to have a go at that, this, you know, this data will still be valuable, and the rest of the data will still be valuable. And it would be、um, really good if we could get、uh, companies like that and and studies as well to share their data. Many、um, journals are now making that a prerequisite as part of you know of the publication、um, requirement is that the data is shared with、uh, scientists internationally. So that's becoming recognized as. Is a really important component of the research that happens. She says that commercial agreements such as this one could be beneficial for everyone. I think the potential is there for everybody to win. I think if it is handled in an appropriate manner, with all the safeguards put into place and the appropriate genetic counseling offered to the individuals participating in the study, then I really do think the opportunity is there for it to be a win-win for everybody. Genetics and Medicine is the official peer-reviewed journal of the American College of Medical Genetics and Genomics, and is published by the Nature Publishing Group. I'm Cynthia Graber.